0: You've heard me talk about this general thought before, but I, I just put the thought in your head. You know, balance is for bitches. Balance is for you know that's for children to fantasize about, or you know, a pretty girl can try to have some balance in her life or something. But uh, you can't do everything at a high level at one time, Phil. So you know, if you if you could focus on one thing and get that up to a very high level that you're quite proud of and you know very pleased with that outcome. If you could maintain that at you know eighty five or ninety two percent of your peak proficiency and then go focus your psychosis on a on a second pillar and a third one and maybe I talked about this with Don yesterday or a couple days ago rather that if you, if you thought about you know if you had like the like the table of success, you know like if you imagine a table and you know you're you're putting the fucking legs under the table that I'm um, you know extremely good at this, extremely good at this you know very happy where the, you know, the various pillars of your life that you care about, and I don't, I don't want to create the thought of that these are all silos or not correlated ideas, but you know, uh, I know you're interested in investments. I know you're interested in real estate. That's great. That's the two areas where everybody in the world that made money, made the fucking money. You know, I know you're interested in entrepreneurship. So that's the other one that frankly, I think is a lesser thing. I think that's a building block that you go build an entrepreneurial something that like, unless you're gonna be, unless you're really, really are gonna go build, you know, publicly traded companies yourself, that you're gonna start from scratch, build it for yourself and, you know, maintain uh, a lot of the equity through that whole process. You know, if you could go build the next Airbnb or Uber or Google or whatever the fuck by yourself, you know, congratulations, but I doubt it. And I feel the same way about myself, by the way. Like it's it's not my goal to to go build these big publicly traded companies. But you know what? I can invest in them. You know what? I don't have to build it. I can own it. I can buy shares too and get the management for free. It comes with the share price. So you don't have to be Elon Musk if you believed in Tesla. I don't own a share of Tesla, I never have, and I probably never will. With the current multiples, I can't imagine where they would be that I would buy them. But you know. If, you, if that's somebody you believe in, I think he's great. I just think the shit's overpriced. If that was trading at a good price, uh, I'd be like, you know what? I don't have to be Elon Musk. I can still own a piece of his company and benefit. You know, our, our incentives are in alignment. If he, if he makes money, I make money. You know? Again, I think that one's extremely overpriced. I'm just using that as an example. Um, you know what? I don't have to be David Simon to own Simon Property Group and own their stock. David Simon's, a, you know, I think it's hard to say, he's not a genius in commercial real estate, he's really a brilliant person, he has a pristine reputation, tough, you know, tough guy, tough negotiator, not always a nice guy, but is, is regarded as a, as a rather you know, fair man, relatively fair man, and, a, and like a solid business person. You know, I don't have to be David Simon to benefit from David Simon. I own a lot of shares in his company. So, and I think it's still undervalued and I think it's gonna double for sure. I think it might triple over time. I talked about this with um, our commercial real estate friend the other day that I'm like, you know, and I just explained what I said at different times on mentoring calls is like, you got a low inflation in, or you get a, a low interest rate environment. You had a zero interest rate environment. And you know, in the past, if, if something traded for fucking, you know, uh, uh, a 6%, you know, in a 2%, uh, 2%, 3% interest rate environment, Things were trading for a six or seven point, you know, cap rate or you know six or seven point return on dividends. Then you know they're trading for say you know, 15 times earnings, you know, 16 times earnings, and in a lower interest rate environment, where you know you have a risk premium they call it from you know the treasury notes versus what they're paying for, you know, distributions and you publicly traded company, you know, for a specific publicly traded company, which whichever one it might be. In this case, I'm thinking about Simon, you know? So, you know, just say two and a half interest, two and a half percent environment, if there's a four point spread, if there's a four point risk premium to have that over treasuries to own that stock instead of treasuries, well, if there's a zero interest rate environment and then there's still a four point spread, now it trades it for 25 times earnings instead of 15, 16 times earnings, all right? And the dollar's worth less because you fucking devalued the currency. You had 28% to the money supply, so it's worth less. So if if they got back to their their same their same actual situation as they had in 2019, even, not the peak of the stock ever, but if they got back to 2019 numbers, you know in terms of real purchasing power parity, um, you, you, you you have to then multiply that by you have to divide by what the what the fucking risk premium was, you know multiply that by the new risk premium you get to about 25 times earnings, and then you gotta multiply that by the devaluation of the currency, so you gotta multiply it by another you know, 1.28, and running, 1.28 and higher. And you, you start playing with that, you take $150, and you know, the, the risk premium itself takes that to $250 instead of 150, and then you take that and you think through the, um, what I said about the devaluation of the currency, add another 30% onto the 250, and you, you got a $300 stock three hundred
1: and three hundred and fifteen and I mean that's obviously exactly what the fucking plan is and so for for this psychosis for this fucking psychosis is um wholesaling you know um,
0: that's a different type of mental illness
1: yeah <laughs> uh, but I, I mean I you know I'll just say I mean I you know going into 2020 uh, you know I had no idea I'd make you know 200 grand cash helping clients I uh, get you know five hundred thousand dollars worth of real estate contract on two occasions uh, and uh, painting in my day trading uh, coaching career so just uh, um, you know I, I try not to think about it too hard right and you know don't don't interrupt the state right that's a cool thing uh, never acknowledge the state but you um, uh, so I'm just keeping it fucking going. I, I got my, uh, my little uh, intern kid all trained up. Um, I have a, I've been meeting with Mikhail every Monday for, for fucking March. Um, and then I meet with Alex for Wednesdays, Sundays, and he actually did do an interesting thing that I did get kind of fascinated with for a second, which was he built Hyros, which is an, uh, an ad tracking company. Uh just in the last year from zero to uh 50 million dollars based on the mrr the monthly return revenue and i got pretty fascinated with that um for a technology thing i wouldn't be building the technology um but just because you, you know one thing you did tell to me about wholesaling that i had really not considered maybe you can ex- explain a little more is you know the the people that you're selling to Trying to go behind your back and like get on your territory, basically. And um, one thing that I've done is like I don't, like I don't, I don't even tell the people what the fuck it is I'm selling because like when I go to do my advertising, I'll have a lot of other wholesalers kind of interested because I, they're holding, you know, they're sniffing around, they're out there fucking sniffing around, and so I'm like, well. I'm not telling you shit, really, unless like you're on a Zoom call. I just, I, I write so, something good enough to get them on the fucking Zoom call to see if they're really a buyer or a wholesaler. So that's what I've done to try to address that. But, I mean, just general tips and tricks.
0: The humans are such rodents. They're all rodents. Some of you even know you're rodents and you're you're way above average rodents relative to the other rodents, but. You know, there, there's a rodent nature in many humans. Uh, I just say, you know, universally. And it, it, it takes a person to, uh, a person who's gonna overcome that, he has to have a long time perspective in mind. Because a, a lot of human nature is, you know, short term myopic thinking, not think, not being a good systems thinker, not understanding correlations of, you know, short term behavior versus long term outcome. And that whole industry is rife with, you know, just little, little, Mouse creatures, nothing as noble as a rat, not even a, a hardy rat, just a little mouse like creature scurrying around trying to get a little crumb of something and uh I think it's the lowest of the low in real estate I really do and i've explained to others you know this whole wholesaling idea that you're gonna go tie up a property for you know ninety days hundred and twenty hundred and eighty days, and uh you know get it under contract and try to go sell it to somebody else um you know there's People will try to build their, their, I mean, it's just what human is. People try to build their whole business off of, you know, wh- whatever it is you're doing. Somebody that's less sophisticated will try to build some other business, you know, off of that. Or if you look at what, like, you know, Facebook is, like, how many true people built entire businesses off of Facebook in, in ways that it wasn't intended to happen, you know? Uh, or, you know, even, I mean, there, there's people out there that all they do is make hate videos, you know? That's all they do is make hate videos. It's like, if somebody, if somebody's fucking, uh, if that's what they do, if that's their life is making hate videos, how much income could you make from your little YouTube revenue making hater videos, you know? So these people are making no money. They're making no money. They make a few thousand dollars a month. If they're they're successful haters, they make a few thousand dollars a month, you know? I'm like, so it's, 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 you're you're putting yourself in an environment where you're going to be surrounded by these you know short-term thinkers, don't have much money, you have a desperation to, to go do anything, don't care who they fuck over, and you're you're just putting yourself right like in a in a, in a, a, little pack of mice. So you know, I don't know. I I just, it's not, uh, I don't think you're going to find a lot of long-term happiness there. Like no, it,
1: it's
0: you lose money in some of these things as well. I know you hate here and I know you hate here and there. I know I know you do. You're like it's my dream to be the fucking king rat amongst the mice, and, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, bro, I get it, but but you got bigger things you can work on.
1: And, and I guess those things will reveal themselves in time. Uh,
0: to, to, to your first comment, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm happy to have a back and forth, and you, you know, we could be here hours together with mastermind people, no problem. But. Um, don't don't get focused. Don't get worried about any of this balance nonsense that people talk about. It just it's it balance is for bitches. Balance is for fucking losers. Um, but, you know, do you think that Kobe or or, or Michael, uh, do you think that these people had, uh, you know, a balanced life? It's like they just made like a whatever eight or ten hour documentary about Michael Jordan that, you know, it, it showed a much nastier side of Michael Jordan that appears to be pretty sincere, you know? or you know Tim's book that he talks about you know he was Michael's main trainer it talks about you know some dude's got leg cramps and he's getting a, a massage during training and Michael says you know where the fuck is so and so and it's always in the you know physical trainer or whatever the fuck and he goes in and you know takes his massage table and throws him on the floor t- tosses the table over and throws him on the floor says you know get the fuck out there the fucks the matter which get your fucking ass out there bitch so You know, Michael showed up earlier, stayed later, did things that nobody else would do, sacrificed numerous other areas of his life to go be Michael Jordan, to go be the, you know, that public person, Michael Jordan. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Of course a guy that works that hard is gonna have a lot of fucking harsh standards in his head of, you know, and expect harsh things to the team. And he, you know, he cursed at the teammates, he called them all sorts of, you know, that's what it took to be Michael Jordan. Kobe's the same type of person. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. These are these are two guys that I have tremendous respect for. If they were the same type of people. They're just like, you know, whatever it takes to go do the thing, that's what was necessary, you know? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm inspired by that sort of thing and I lived my life very much that way. That, you know, you gotta focus on the thing. You to say no to a whole lot of things to say the yes to the things you want most. And, you know, Easy to you know the, the the one shot that people take me. Derek, you're fat. Derek. I don't give a fuck. It was I did, you know you can see pictures of me six years ago. I wasn't fat. If you think I'm going to be fat six years from now, I'm mistake. You're mistaken. That like that's a transition point that I had. I had such deep focus on a few things that I let that area slide for a while. You know, well, I accomplished numerous other things in my life. My dating life was fantastic. I don't talk about my dating life even much because you know there's there's so much everybody wants to talk shit and say little things because I have a bigger you know following and um, more public public uh, all the drama that goes with more public f- attention you know so but I don't know I mean I'm in twenty magazines or something more than that this fucking in the past fucking years like entrepreneurs writing about me I'm um, say I'm not gonna say the name of a few that are that are pending right now if there's a couple of interviews I did already that'll be out that you'll see in the next month or two but. Uh, entrepreneur Magazine wrote about me. Uh, Yahoo Finance wrote about me. Numerous other things here and there around the world. It's like, I'm serious enough for, for entrepreneur or Yahoo Finance, but then some idiot will make like a YouTube video and say, you know, this is a scam. He never went to college, <laughs> he took, took a couple online classes. Oh God, I'm like, I don't know, man. Oh God. I don't know, you know, like. Uh, People with graduate degrees show up on my programs, and they're like, damn, that dude's smart. Yeah, I never went to college. Oh, I have three fucking degrees. Yeah. And you can't take time to argue with those people because you just popularize them. All you do is let them fucking let them talk more shit. See, this isn't obvious to the public. So the way I'll deal with that, I'll let them talk more shit, and you know what? They'll feel emboldened to talk more shit, and that's exactly what they're doing. And I have a team of people that document that in the background. And then I'll go sue them for slander and liable and then I'll have a judgment and I'll go wave around that judgment and say, "Oh, that guy that's talking shit about me is like, now he owes me X dollars. If he ha- if he wants to buy a house, he's got to buy me a house. If he wants to buy a house, he's got to buy me a car. If he gets a tax return, he don't get his tax return, I get his tax return. If he buys a house, my name's on the title. You're an attorney, is any of that false? If he buys a house, my name's on the title. If he sells that house, daddy gets paid first. Yeah. You get judgments. yeah. Yeah. Wage garnishments. If he makes money, I get paid from his employer. If they ever have an employer, people that say shit like that, that's not true. They ever get a job anywhere when they have an employer, my attorney will be contacting their employer, explaining to them that, you know, hey, we have this person has legal obligations. You don't send them a paycheck. You send 20% of the paycheck to daddy first. Daddy gets 20% of the paycheck. He can have the rest and pay taxes on all of it. So. Keep talking shit. People say, how do you respond to blah, blah, blah. So, I don't need to talk about that publicly. It makes me money if somebody does that. And they give me a lot of free publicity. So just think through in your life, you know, the, the, I'm going on little tangents, but I'll tie them together. It's like anything you do, people are gonna talk shit about it. I mean, like, dude, I, I teach like Ivy League shit that like, I teach better than Ivy League shit because you can't even learn the shit in school and I have the Ivy League credential to go with it, and people still are gonna talk shit. So what do you think they're gonna say about your wholesaling business? Which, you know, 80% of the people in that business, it is a scam. I don't think that you're that type of person, but I don't think you'd argue with me either. 80% of the people talking about that type of business, it is a scam. It is total bullshit. So what do you think they're gonna, so, You know, if you were very successful at that, what do you think they're gonna say about you? <coughs> I'm Nothing good. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, block that. you block that, but it's still reality.
1: It's
0: going, yeah. So you know, it's uh, I, I just don't see any future in that. It's like it's like it's rats fighting for crumbs. It's mice fighting for crumbs. It's mice fighting for crumbs. It's not even something as noble as a rat. And um, there's no barriers to entry, which is what makes it appealing to idiots. So you're gonna have a subset of idiots fighting over crumbs trying to backstab you, trying to undermine you, talking shit about you publicly, talking shit about you privately, trying to steal any leads or resources that you accumulate. It's, it just sounds awful to me. And I know you're excited about it, but I'm just like, you're, you know, you're, you're like in the sixth layer of hell and being like, you know, there's, there's a lot of other things that would be, you know, it's wholesaling is the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of real estate. You know, and that's the person that's doing it and then you're you're going to create programs talking about that or teaching that or facilitating those transactions, and you're just putting a target on your back that, you know, if you think people say nasty things about me, you know, what? Well, first-rate, you know, first-rate publications write nice things about me, and you know, and I have the the academic credentials and so on and so on and so on and so on. If you think the fucking people give me a fucking unfair break, like wait till they see what they say. Wait till you see what they say about you. wait till you have that experience and maybe you're not thinking about it right now but that doesn't mean it's not reality it's right around the corner so if you make that successful and maybe you could but if you make, but it's limited success and all i'm saying bro all i'm saying is like for the effort that you would put into that you got a lot of youthful energy you're a smart guy you got a lot of good ideas in your head for the effort that you put into that i think is very short-sighted to put the energy and effort there relative to like pick a different niche to do a deeper dive in that you could take a lot more money and, and for a longer, longer, longer time, you know? Like there's other opportunities out there that for the same effort, you could make a lot more money. So I'm not saying you're gonna do worse. I quite literally think you'd do a lot better and for a lot longer, just pick a different topic, man. So you're, you're fighting amongst rodents, little rodents. It's not gonna end good. You, know, you, you might go do it anyway, but it's not gonna end good. You're not gonna be, in, in whatever amount of success you say, you, you might say, I've, I've had X amount of success. Well, you could have had 5X that. I you know, know way that I
1: look at it off, but Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, well said. Well said, and that, that really makes the point of like, how much money is available and some of that. And, and, and then you know this too, is that in a lot of this wholesaling shit, like people lose money it's a it's a job it's a, it's a, a job where a person has a lot of anxiety, you gotta go hustle to get something under contract, then you got a time constraint to go fucking sell that, and you got uh, if you don't sell it within that time then fucking you know, it's permutations where, you know, your seller and your buyer get together and you get crossed out of the deal if you're not you know, there's if you're not careful about that, that could happen or some other some other real estate professionals like finds a way to fuck you over in some way or some crafty attorney finds a way to fuck you over in some way. And then a countless people that are like just young guys that don't have money, they have a lot of time but no money, will say, say and do all sorts of nasty things to try to disparage you and you know, find a, a, a few pennies where you could have made a dollar. So I, I just think it's gonna be a, a, a brutality yeah, you know, especially when you start having you know uh, social media elements and bringing the public. Dude, the public is so fucking stupid. As, you know, you guys you overestimate the intelligence of the, the idiots yet. You know they're idiots, but you don't know the depths of their stupidity yet. You'll learn. You'll, you're gonna find out. But like, you know, people make comments like you know like you know, I'm not a billionaire yet, Derek. Nah. are like, well, I'm not either, and I never said I was. And I never, I never, ever ever alluded that I had a billion dollars And what I learned about that, I'm like, oh, like, they don't even know what a billion dollars is. They literally don't even know how many zeros is in a billion dollars. They just think that if somebody has you know like a carefree lifestyle, then somehow that's a billionaire or a trillionaire. or they don't even know how many zeros that is. They have no context. They just know that like, you know you're, you're doing something, um, you have some freedoms and luxuries in your life. And, and therefore, you're a piece of shit, and that's what the mainstream media supports, you know, and that's what academia supports to some extent today. So um, you'll see. You do what you do, but you'll see where it goes. Um, we may work on something different. We'll talk about something else. But I think you're you're in for a lot of misery. Cool. Now, the positive things I could say is I think uh, I know you learned a lot of things in the last year. Um, You know, some from me, some elsewhere, some from life, you know. And I know that you're working hard, I know that you're focused on that, and balance is for bitches. Balance is for bitches. So go build something at a high level, and then add something else, and then add something else, and then you can maintain those things. And It's easier to learn your fourth skill set than it was your first one or your second one. Because you already learned how to learn, you already have the discipline, you learned how to learn, you have useful structures in your head that you can apply the next thing the next thing the next thing and you know we- weave that web of you know the linkages that happen in you know literally in your neural pathways that you're linking uh, fact with another fact and another fact and you start to have a deep knowledge of something you know like uh, expert knowledge in some area and pretty soon you can make a lot of inferences about how other things fit together in the world eh and you know that's that starts being quite useful and you're doing that in your 20s you're doing that at the right time to be doing that and uh, if you keep that habit, you you're going to have a whole lot of wisdom in your head, and a whole lot of life experiences because you are a doer. You want to go do things and fuck with it. Sometimes when you shouldn't, you couldn't. You can't help yourself, but you're that mischievous part of you, you can't help yourself, but get in there and fuck around. And well, let me let me fucking go guess and check and fuck around and fuck a few things up and get a few things right, and then do something else, and then do something. Well, there's a lot worse things than that, bro. So I think you're going to do very well. If I could bet on your future, I think you're going to do well. Um, I'd just like to accelerate that or help you with a couple pitfalls. To the you're not you're not even hearing it, so that's fair. But since you're not going to hear that, then at least focus on these other couple notes. And you know, you're doing a lot of things right, and I think you're going to do really well long term. Um, but don't don't get caught up with this balance shit. Find the couple things you're focusing on and do that really well, and then add another, and then add another, and. Um, you, know, you get a whole lot of things done that way. You know, I, I don't think Tiger Woods lived a balanced life to be Tiger Woods. I don't think you know, any, any, any high-level athlete or the business equivalent was not, uh, you know, balance was not their top priority. So that, that, I think that's uh, a terrible distraction. Losers like to talk about that to excuse themselves from not being bigger winners. Don't, don't fall into that trap.